Hi. Hey guys. Oh, we're here in a came from. I'm Daniel Chu, a host of yours. Another host of yours is uh, Laura. Hi. Why are you so awkward? I don't know, because I don't know how to break the ice to our audience, with our audience. Hi. Hi. You come here often, audience? Oh, God. Well, you should come more, because we have good content now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so how you, how you do weird laugh? Jeez. Oh my god! Can you refrain from just laughing out loud at me? Oh my god! This is too good. Are you sweating? A little bit. I do. Have it's a fine. On. It's fine. Anyways, hi guys. Welcome to it came from. Like he said, I'm Laura and he's Dan. Nervous Dan. So Dan, how was it these past two weeks? Uh, they've been good. I've been working a lot, which is why I, I wasn't able to record last week. Um, and we're sorry mm-hmm. about that, guys, by the way. Uh, we missed a week of an episode for you, but it's Laura's fault. And uh, how was your two weeks, Laura? I'm not the one who was working. That's true. You were on vacay. Well, yeah, but I was, you know, totally ready. But then I got sick. Oh. When I got back. Well, like a cold? I think it was a flu, and that's fine. This. I still haven't done my taxes yet. That shit was going around, man. A lot of people got sick. Yeah, taxes are going around. Oh, yeah. Wait, you said... I mean, it's you're kind of late. But what are they really going to do to me? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, I arrest mean, you if you don't pay away your money or something? I don't know. I haven't even gone to the thing. You should probably do that. I think the deadline was April. I don't know what happens now. I've never been that irresponsible. Well, fucking rub it in, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> well, let me know because I'm interested. Like, maybe you just... Uh, yeah, I'll, let you, I'll call you from jail. Maybe you just have to do it next year. I don't think you'll go to jail right away. Good, good, good. Anyways, also, in these last two weeks, I found out that I don't have friends because no one told me about the I Like Scary Movies exhibit that's in L.A. And oh. I've been in L.A. a lot. And now I won't go back to L.A. until it's gone. Oh, man. So what do I do? Do you have friends that like knew about this? I'm sure they all did. You know what? I'm going to rise above and not name names. But fuck all of you. Yeah. Fuck you, Laura's friends. Also, did you see my shirt? Yeah, it's a cool shirt. Oh my god, are we gonna start selling those? We should. No, this is for me. Oh, can I have one though? Because I'm kind of. I part made of it this, as a tester. Kind of part of this too. Do you have a, like a silk screen machine? No, I ordered this on the webs. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that logo is cool though. Whoever I know. Whoever came up with it is cool. Mm-hmm. Whoever knows graphic design is so cool. Yeah, apparently. Whoever edits this podcast is also so cool. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But whoever says the news for the podcast is also super cool. Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to do that right now. Uh, there's a lot of uh, creepy kids in horror in 2019. Um, Starting with you. Yeah, I'm a creepy creepy kid, even though I'm an adult man. Creepy and sweaty. Uh, yeah, it was like that Pet Cemetery kid and the Pact kid. There was a lot of it. Uh, us two featured a, a kid. And then Stranger Things... Oh, you mean like here. actual children? Yeah, children's, yeah. Oh. Children, yeah. And then Stranger Things, of course, had a trailer. I don't care for kids. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of kid movies. And uh, mm-hmm. Say that any more creepy and there's going to be a problem. <laughs> How is that creepy? I don't know. Was it the look in my eye? Yeah, I'm going to put some sexy music behind that when I edit this later. Oh, gosh. And then take out the part about you saying that. No, I'm going to leave it in. And talking about creepy, 
Good segue, right? I mean, he's trying, you guys. It's really been an, uh, you know, he's evolving in so many ways. I am actually, I am. I'm becoming my ultimate me. Um, you know, the H.R. Uh, H- Geiger, the guy that created uh, the Xenomorph or the design, like the design for it? For Alien? Yeah, for Alien and the Xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he did a lot of like designs for movies, and obviously, Alien was that was a big part of it, uh, of why the movie was even successful. Uh, even Ridley Scott kind of admits that. But anyway, so he did a concept for the best Batman movie, Batman Forever, uh, of the Batmobile, and it looks like a cool Xenomorph Batmobile, Xenomorph mobile. Uh, but yeah, they just came out with like a rendering of it. It looks pretty cool. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. I saw the article on uh, Bloody Disgusting. You guys can check it out there. Oh, it looks like uh, it looks like those. Remember those things you used to draw like in notebooks in middle school? The S's? Like it's the very kind of. You would do like the three lines on top and three yeah. lines on the bottom. And then connect I don't the know first why. one on top to the middle one and the bottom. It's very pack sunny. Yeah. When viewed from the top. Uh, I could see it. It looks a little bit more hot topic to me, but... Or it looks like veins when looked from the side. Yeah. It looks like veins, yeah. Like, I see capillaries. Like arteries? I don't know. Yeah. I've definitely seen, like, uh, like pe- penis surgery videos that look like this. Like, they look like veins. In this what one. kind of surgery? Excuse me? <laughs> oh, penis surgery videos. What the fuck are you... <laughs> it was a meme I saw. <sighs> I sent it to you, remember? Last week it was the it feet. Was a while now ago. it's the fucking dicks. Oh, I don't open shit you sent me because I know better. <laughs> so creepy. Oh my god. Well, I don't know, man. The docile vein, I think it's called in the in the wiener. That's what it reminds me of. I don't know why. In the wiener. Yeah, dude. I don't know. It was the meme I saw. Let me look. All right. Um, did you hear that that vampire kid's gonna be the new Batman? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I don't like it at all. He's not even cute. I don't get it. But it's Batman Beyond, though, right? I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't watch superhero movies. But it's like the ne- it's like Batman in the future, I think. Uh, it would be cool if like ha- they had Michael Keaton like reprise his role as old Bruce Wayne. That could be a cool... I've never seen not one you Batman movie. You have seen the, 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 the old None ones? Of them. Tim Burton mm-hmm. ones? No? No, not for me. Ah, Okay. He's an orphan with money, and like I don't need to be seeing that. Okay, why? Why? I don't know. It makes me a little bit jealous. If you want your parents to die so you can get money? That's okay. It's you know, I don't mean all that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know. It sounds like that's what you're saying. I mean, we've all thought it. Yeah, but I mean, it would be cool if you had an alien Batmobile. That could have been made Batman Forever. I don't a know little how better. you would. I don't know how you'd be able to like get in there or go through a drive-through or park or do much of anything. Yeah, I'd buy that toy though, which was yeah, the main would. movie the reason they made that movie. So there's that. Sure, interesting. It is interesting, and it's also relevant you. because <laughs> that's our that's our, I almost missed that cue. That's our our topic today is about uh, space isolation and yes, uh, aliens kind of like the quintessential movie of that. So yes, but don't get ahead of yourself. Oh, okay, right. What? There's something before that. Yeah, space horror isolation. I hate sci-fi movies dan likes sci-fi movies so i figured i would let him have at least one i got one yay that's it for the year count your blessings <laughs> oh jeez. 
So Oh, you're spin- going to love next year's topic, by the way. <laughs> Y'all can have him. Oh, they want me, though. Okay, why did I say that? Okay, please continue. <laughs> the vast unknown that is outer space has become a recurring trope in horror movies throughout the years. Sci-fi and horror in general can be traced back very early in cinema. Examples like... Dan? Uh, Frankenstein and okay. The Invisible Man. For once, you don't let me down. All right. I'm here for it. However, space isolation horror didn't come to truly flourish until the 1950s. Any guesses why? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe World War II? You know, you're so smart today. Okay, yeah, it's like maybe it's like I have a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's almost maybe like you read your email. Yeah. What's wild? So after, after World War II, in the mid-20th century... A new battle began. This is where you would put in Star Wars music, but it's not very horror. Yeah. Anyways. The Race to the Moon, also known as the Cold War. The Cold War was... The Cold War was all about just going to... Yeah. I mean, it's a big part of it. Yeah, it was. Um, The Cold War basically was was with the very free United States versus the super communist Soviet Union. Which sounds great, to be honest, because all of this research would have done itself. Oh, in Soviet Russia, meme re- reads you. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, the Cold War, the broiest war in history. <laughs> I put broiest inside of my vocabulary on my computer. was essentially a who's got the bigger dick competition. Dan, who knows all about dicks, according to his YouTube um, you know, medical videos. It, it was us that had the bigger dick. Oh, yeah, okay. By dick, I mean technology. Political views, army, weapons, etc. Space exploration was a huge part of this war. On October 4th, 1957, unbeknownst to America, Russia launched Sputnik. Do you know what Sputnik means? Potato? I don't know. No, it means like uh, explorer or something like that. Oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. They also launched a dog. And like with like one meal and seven days of water and we're just like bye dog that's fucked up why <laughs> my why? friend Matt has a cat named Sputnik that he oh has visitation rights with his ex-girlfriend this oh, is too yeah. much information that nobody needs to know wait can I talk about my joint custody about my dogs with my ex okay before you do that let me tell you that Sputnik had a little cat cat shaped house shaped like a fucking sp- space Sputnik thing holy shit man so that's pretty cool wait did I mean, I think that this your friend should get like joint, like full custody. It seems like he loves. Well, I don't guy. know who bought the house. Oh, okay, good point. Anyways, continue. Okay, I'm continuing about. You were talking about your thing. Sputnik. Oh yeah, I just have. You were gonna talk about your joint custody. I, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Well, about my joint custody, you know, it's cool because you know we've set aside our differences, little one, which is the dog, and. It's it's good. It's good to be able to do something like that, you know, because it makes you grow as a person. You're very mature. Yeah, but what about so they launched Sputnik into space, You're so which stupid. is a satellite, and America like <laughs> freaks out. So Sputnik was the very first artificial satellite and man-made object to ever so gently be placed into Earth's orbit. That's how I pictured it. Ever and so Americans gently. were pissed. We're pissed about most things, though. So they were out here eating TV dinners and thinking that space was quite literally the final frontier. And who could really blame them? It was only 54 years earlier that the Wright Wright brothers completed a successful flight on their first powered aircraft. So space seemed 
a bit of a reach away. That's kind of crazy, right? Like 54 years earlier. That's not like a lot. No, no. Right. And also sidebar, I was just thinking about this, but the anger that America was feeling was what I feel was really based on the fact that America had like a long tradition of exploration and they just had to be first. Right. Coming from like the frontiers times and then manifest destiny and all that. It's like, America, are you dizzy? Like you were literally created by people who left their country to start a new world. You didn't invent exploring. Exploring is something that happened to you by consequence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who cares? We run the race. America, fuck yeah. Yeah. Just because Russians were like, now nah, we're good. We have vodka. It's cold. We're good. It doesn't mean that they are not allowed to explore, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. I feel like I'm very pro-Russia right now and I'm going to get deported. Well, you did say that they were the sucky Soviet Union earlier or something like that. So I didn't say sucky. Okay. I said super communist. Oh, okay. Facts uh, on facts on facts. Same thing. That's same it. Thing. But what? Why? Why are you defending Russia, man? They, they're the I worst. I just mean like America did not meant exploring. They never claimed to. Yeah, they did. That's why they were so fucking scared because Russia was beating them at something, and they thought that exploring was their shit. Yeah, I'm sure it had nothing to do with you know nuclear weapons and like. No, no, no. I'm so serious. I read. I read. I found it in this book that it was very much evolving from that train of thought, from that mentality. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's just more public opinion than anything. They wanted to be what? the first to, just because. I will gladly sign you, send you my history.com article, bitch. And then I, you can tell me your feelings later. I agree. I just don't agree. I agree that that might be a thing, but. I think it is. Anyways. Whatever. Obviously, this all made America very nervous. And on January 31st, 1958, literally three months later, we launched our own satellite in space, which was called Explorer 1. I'm sorry, three months later... Like, they just pulled us out of their ass in three months, and they had the science and math ready to go in three months. I mean, things worked faster back then. I can't even fold my laundry from three months ago. <laughs> that's probably, that's pretty bad. Whatever. You live, we've established you live out of suitcase, though, so. That's true. It was made, uh, the satellite Explorer 1 was made with the direction of a surprise rocket scientist, Werner von Braun. Surprise, German. Uh, <laughs> the same year, NASA was established. And because of that, now we have all this dope NASA merch at Forever 21 in the end. Yep, that's... Have you seen that? It's everywhere. It is it is everywhere. That's the best contribution NASA's ever given us, you know, like... Truly screw, honest. Screw all that, like, weather. I just want that sweet, sweet logo on a sweater. So the following years uh, were essentially a top that war. America would probe the moon and Russia would have someone orbit the Earth and there was chimps involved. It was It was crazy. And a dog. Well, that was the Russians. I don't know about them. Yeah. But if you say so, I believe you. It that was. was not enough food for the dog. No, right. I mean, I mean, I don't think any amount of food would have been enough food. They sent him into space. No return. Didn't they send this lady up there with like a thousand tampons for like one period? Oh, which one was that? I don't know. That's that. like, they asked her like, how many tampons do you need? Like a thousand? And she's like, are you fucking stupid? Ugh. Even was- in Even in the... Even in the astronaut world, I guess you can't really ex- escape sexism in the workplace. I don't really consider it sexism, more like ignorance. Or, yeah, I guess. Like, educate yourself, but that's fine. How many tampons do you I, use you know on what? your period? At least they, at least, at least they gave the thought of giving her tampons. Yeah, imagine so, getting up there into space and being like, hey, I need a tampon and then not having one. So applause. And I don't know how many tampons I use. I don't keep 
track, I will tally up for you. Next time, for next guys. Month. I got tune you. in. Tune in. The question for everybody the wants to know. I got you. Um, so in 1961, John F. Kennedy publicly announced that America would have a man on the moon before the end of the decade. When I read this, I, I can only imagine that scientists at NASA looking like that meme of that lady doing math, being very confused. Uh huh. Like, just like, uh, what? Like, what? <laughs> like, are you crazy? JFK was a real one, and maybe that's what got him killed. Because that's wild. You think he got killed because he wanted to put people on the moon? I think he got killed because he made promises that maybe we couldn't keep. Like the Bay of Pigs? You know. I don't know. Or some other stuff. So You know, a lot of things, maybe. So... On July 20th, 1969, very conveniently, right at the end of the decade mark, ahem, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon, allegedly. Stanley Kubrick directed it. Yeah. <laughs> directed but a film. also... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that, though. The, I... Probably. Uh, also, like, did this really <laughs> happen? I wonder how they got to choose who would walk out of that little thing to be on the moon first, because that would have been a real fight. I guess draw straws. Nah, but I would have been like f- mad because I wanted to. I'd want it to be me. Yeah, so, I think it's probably a rank thing though. Like, who is like the mission commander you know, or whatever? Maybe it doesn't matter because it was shot in the desert near Area Fifty One. Okay, anyway. I mean, I don't believe that. <laughs> it is a rumor. I mean, the conspiracy theories are fun. They're just good fun. They are. They are. They are. Look into you it, know? guys. Make your own decisions. <laughs> there was this guy at the doctor's office last month who was in the waiting room and he was talking to some random person sitting next to him and goes you you know that the, the moon landing wasn't real right oh and i've never tuned into a conversation so eagerly in my whole life there's just a, there's like a few things you don't say to strangers like off the bat that could be like one of them just like that could be one of them conspiracy theories especially in a very sober environment at 2 p.m yeah right, right. you know but whatever. So the, the anxieties of the Cold War, the constant fear of death by missiles being right around the corner, and the space race created a surge of space travel and alien invasion movies. And thanks to the scientific advancements with CGI and special effects, filmmakers have been able to provide us with uncanny recreations of our solar system and beyond, including all of the alien creatures that may reside out there. And now... Here I mean, yeah, they can give us really great looking footage. I don't mean that it's good. Yeah, some of the CGI's. I don't mean that the movie's good. I mean that's it might look real cool, but it doesn't mean the movie's good. Yeah, a lot of, especially in like earlier in like the nineties, a lot of visual effects budgets were, were dismal. Dismal, but they were basically used for the CGI to create that those like space mm-hmm. shot. Anyway, but what were we, yeah, space no. isolation, right? So what is space isolation horror, Dan? Well, it's the fear that we have for the unknown, particularly what we don't know about space, right? So we we don't know what's out there, so we fear it. Mm -hmm. Um, These movies usually communicate disarray, bewilderment, uh, make you feel like claustrophobic about the situation, the characters. And that definitely happens. Yeah, yeah. So when I hear space isolation horror, I expect the this is what I would like from the from a good one. Okay. Uh, a spaceship would be nice. Right. Um, you know, the feeling of isolation and anxiety about the unknown, because all that creates tension. Mm-hmm. You know, and that makes you, makes, gives you the scaries. Right? right. 
right. uh, real world technology. I'm not saying that I know a lot about science things, but I'd like for it to make a little bit of sense. Yeah. Some of these movies like Neil deGrasse Tyson would be rolling in his grave. Uh, listen, he, he's alive. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, just any science that makes sense. Uh, you know, an alien creature, maybe. I don't even have to see it. It could be just implied. Yeah, well, the be- the ones that are implied are actually the best. You know, yeah. I am uh, a... A glamour shot of the moon would be nice, or a planet. <laughs> uh, and a plot with, you know, very minimal loopholes. These are low standards, but this is what I would, you know, preferably like. You literally get none of those. None you, of the... You know, we get Well, none some. of the plot hole. The plot hole. No, none of the, none, we get none of the important things. Yeah. Definitely. So when I watch these movies, this is what I'm getting. I'll get a spaceship, sure. Not a spaceship that looks aerodynamic or anything. Hmm. Never that. But it uh, looks cool. It looks like that Batmobile sometimes. Yeah, also it looks like it could sink real good and definitely not fly. That's fine, though. It's S- a movie. Sink? It's in space. Is that what you... What? We'll get there later. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a, a girl with short hair. Well, it's for the sure. future, you know? You know, it, they... That's how they tell you it's the future because women are empowered to have short hair now. And no makeup, which is fine, which is fine. We got fake science for sure because none of it makes sense. A random pet. That's probably a cat. I brought my little kitty cat. It's an SNL circuit. And as we discussed, it's usually it's usually a chimpanzee or a dog. So I don't know where they got cat from. Uh, there's going to be an alien creature or something. I've seen glamour shots of the moon. Those are pretty cool. There's... 100% going to be an operating system with a corny acronym. Yeah. What would your acronym stand for? My name, you mean? If you if you were the Dan, the D A N. The D A N. Mhm. Uh damn accessible noob. I don't know. You know what? At least I did it. I did it. I, you did I it cuz I could not. Something. What's your fucking acronym? Bitch, I have too many letters in my name. What? Oh, it's got to be only 3 or less. No, because I don't have the Creativity to pull up five right now. Uh, but good job for you. Kudos. Uh, Why did you make me do this? Because you made me watch Dead Space, but we'll get there <laughs> later. Okay? Uh, right. It was the wrong movie. Uh, but what anyway. was the right one, though? Wait, okay. We'll talk about it. <laughs> uh, there's always going to be the inevitable racing of the clock at the end. For sure. And finally, a lot of storage lockers. Empty storage lockers. Yeah. Yeah, falling you into know. storage lockers and you know all sorts while of- I while I rewatch all these movies, I was like, where can I get furniture like this? Because I kind of I'm kind of into it. Turns out nowhere. No, no, no. You can't get like what people thought future stuff would look like in the nineties. No, I'm sure if you're Beyonce, if you have Beyonce money, you can figure it out. But I couldn't even find a link, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder where these things came from. God, no, that was You're bad. So Just stupid. edit that. Edit that. No, no, no. No, stay. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> okay, so like okay. we said, uh, the Cold War and in the 50s, they started making all these movies about, you know, people in lab coats doing weird things and aliens coming down or whatever. But there was one movie that I think was the first movie that really took the, the theme seriously. And it was It! Exclamation point. The Terror from Beyond Space. What a Ooh. title. So in this movie, there's a spaceship that goes to Mars to investigate the crashing of another ship. And when the crew arrives, um, there's one survivor. And of course, they leave the door open of the spaceship and something gets inside. So, you know, mid-flight, the creature starts to kill 
all the astronauts in 50 style, no blood, a lot of editing. It's really cheesy, but like I said, it's the one, the first movie to approach the trope in a serious manner. How so? Because it wasn't, you didn't have like cheesy aliens coming down to Earth. Right. Or you didn't have like a crazy lab experiment or something. Like it took it to another level for the time. It was 1958. Right. And, and they actually had scenes uh, involving being isolated in space and stuff. Exactly. And what Creating that, that, like, that unknownness. Okay. So this movie takes place in 1973, which is only 15 years into the future of the release date. Which isn't that much. Right. It's interesting when the uh, past generations have thought what our yeah. future would look like. I mean, I remember when uh, uh, Y2K was happening and I was so ready to die. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's all going to end and, so, and in that some was a way lie. that I don't understand. All of computers will blow up. Literally. So this movie, it's actually not that bad. For what it is and it did create the trope this movie inspired alien and you know it really did something different it's pretty yeah. much where like the rest of them came from yeah so then after this movie we have alien which is the perfect gem yeah. the only good movie on the, on the list ah well, what about pandorum come on Shh. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself uh, i had a lot of things to say about pandorum um actually you know alien the first incarnation was kind of a, a comedy uh that dan o'bannon yeah he yeah he, he, a dark comedy like that right yeah it's called it was called dark star that's right yeah, yeah. him and uh ridley scout were trying to get like funding for it because they actually mm -hmm. made it as a uh student project and they talked to a dude named jack harris and uh he gave him money but they wanted to do like changes like girls in bikinis uh, they actually Fair. did remake Dark Star. It had another release, but th when when they redid it, they made and they were making changes. They they decided to add an alien, and um, there they realized that the monster should be off screen a lot because seeing a man in a suit is kind of lame. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's kind of like where they got the concept from of that from. Correct. Yes. So. Alien is the mother to all sequels, and the plot of it is a spaceship responds to a distress signal on a nearby planet. It picks up an alien life form that hides on board the ship, killing the crew one by one, which seems pretty, you know, simple enough, but they do a really good job at filming it. Yeah, that synopsis and does not give it credit. <laughs> at all, but we have to let the people know what we're talking about. Okay. So, the movie's also like that. It's very slow... Like, you don't want to give too much away because there are a lot of twists and turns in there. Well, that's probably the biggest criticism of the movie. That, I like that it. says it's such a slow ending, but I appreciate that because the movies don't do that anymore. Yeah. That's the, so I mean, it's good. Yeah. If I would have written the synopsis, I would have been like, it's a film about an alien and 130 alien eggs. Right. Because that's how many they made for that scene. Oh, is that is that how many there was there? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So Alien was directed by Ridley Scott in 1979, back when he was allowed to direct. Uh, and it's usually the first movie people think of when they think of space isolation horror. They don't think of the other one, obviously, because this is better. Why wasn't he allowed to direct again? Is it because of pedo things? 
No, I'm, I just mean that he's gotten so bad. Oh, okay. But uh, allegedly pedo. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I had heard something about that. I'm going to yeah. Google that later. So we're not mad about this movie. This movie's good. But you want to know who is mad about this movie? Who? The, the producers of It, The Terror from Beyond Space. Because they almost sued Alien for plagiarism. Really? Is, are they even similar in any way? Yes, I mean, this movie is very much heavily based off of that movie. Okay, okay. I mean, there's another one later that I think is kind of based off of an earlier movie that sucked, but... A lot of them are. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are. But like, but Alien was very heavily influenced on... Um, it came from whatever the fuck it's called. Okay. Terror from Beyond Space. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was basically an am- amalgamation of, like, five of... Dan O'Bannon scripts. So well, I, yeah, those scripts has... were based off of that movie as oh, well. Really? That's yeah, crazy. that's what I'm saying. So it's like a, uh, it's a thing. But how far? Yeah, I mean, like, how much different can you do it? I guess. Well, what I'm trying to say is, this is at a time where people aren't really doing remakes. Mm-hmm. You know, a movie from 1958 compared to a movie from 1979, it's a big gap, right. like a big, you know, time gap. So there, there's not really remakes because you know everything's so new. Right. They're considered it stealing. They don't consider it paying an homage or whatever. Homage, yeah. yeah that shit. That. I don't like the word homage because it sounds like cheese. But that's the word. I like homage. But that's not how you say it. That's how Oprah says it. Anywho. So yeah, they didn't see it as good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Whatever. Um. But so it, this movie... They were wrong, well, but... I mean, it's just. just I mean, they they eventually didn't sue. Tells you about the times, you know. Yeah, they eventually didn't sue them for plagiarism, but they sure were in the works. This movie, like we said, takes its time and builds tension. It's very well executed, and the whole reason this movie is scary is because the fear of the unknown. Right. But then also, those people in this movie are a little too casual about a brand new alien life form being there yeah like, i would be freaking out and they're just like oh clamp oh let me just walk in here without protective gear oh cool i would be freaking out they just don't care yeah like all except sigourney weaver that didn't want to let the guy that had the face hugger back on the well she was just following protocol right but no to hell with protocol every other time I don't you know. know what there is no protocol because if they if the protocol really mattered they wouldn't have put a button to open the door from the other room anyway yeah so it doesn't make any sense uh, this movie takes place 143 years into the future of the release date right I, that's probably a good amount of time to to give i would say so before stuff like that starts happening i, I still think it's not generous yeah, but, enough but, but remember it was only 56 years before the Wright brothers and our satellite. Right. So they're really giving them some extra time there. Not enough. Clearly. Uh, the fam- most famous scene from this movie would be the chest bursting scene, Ooh, cool which is scene. filmed in one shot using four cameras. Yeah. The actors actually didn't know that um, it was going to happen, that the alien was going to pop out of his chest. So a lot that was genuine surprise. That's the smartest thing they could have done because that would have fucked up that scene. Yeah. If I think wasn't... one of the actors almost was going to stab it for real, it looked like. That would be hilarious. Um, Dan O'Bannon based that scene 
on the pain he suffers from his Crohn's disease in real life. Oh, that sucks, man. Which is sad. Yeah, one of my friends has Crohn's disease. It's... That's sad, sad, sad. Yeah. But make it into art. Yeah, That's what tur- he did. Turn that, turn those stomach diarrheas into art. That's what you got to do. I hate you. <laughs> You're canceled. Um, so a re- one of the reasons why um, the Cenomorph's blood was acidic was to remove the option of the crew just shooting it. Which is a great way to avoid a loophole. Everyone else copying Alien. Like, they covered their grounds. They even covered their hypersleep cat thing at the end. Because I, awesome. I remember watching Alien, and in the beginning, everybody wakes up, and they're having breakfast, and the cat's just there. Like, was that cat asleep the whole time? Or was it out the whole time? Who was feeding this cat if it wasn't in hypersleep? Um... Who was chasing the litter if it wasn't in hypersleep? What if they're in hypersleep for 30 years? That cat was in hypersleep too, uh, hypersleep too, obviously. No, no, no. What I'm trying to explain to you is, in the beginning of the movie, they don't tell you that until the end. That the cat was in hyperspace too? It yeah, was in hypersleep. Right, hypersleep. Like right. I'm saying, that that's how they cover They cover all their loopholes oh, very okay. well. Oh, that's I feel good like, right. I feel like they just threw that in the end, like, oh, let's cover this because we're going to have some questions. Yeah, could be. It must be because it doesn't make any other sense. No, or that or they, you know, they wanted you to know that the cat, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Covering their bases. I'm thankful for that. If they wouldn't have had it, I would have just asked like, what do you want them to have a scene where the cat's going into hypersleep? Yeah, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) Imagine all the kids watching the movie, like bothering their parents about the goddamn cat. They did a fucking public service. Have you seen that SNL skit where they're like, what do you, where, where they're in space and the, they're like, what do you, what do you, what do you miss from home? And the guy's like, my kitty cat. That's how it would be. He took his kitty cat on the space flight. Did the cat even go through astronaut training? I'm confused. But mm. I do have some questions uh, for anybody out there who knows any science about science stuff about Alien 1. Is hypersleep a real thing? No. Dan, I don't want your answer. I want science's answer. Okay. Okay? Um, I don't need your <laughs> fake news. I need the real news. Uh, what do you know about hypersleep? Uh, <laughs> Nothing because it's not real. You don't know that. I need All real right. people answers. You just uh, want to wake up in the future where everyone's a spiritual being and, and like... No, that's your dream. You're, you could just live with magical energies. No, people. that's your dream. I okay. do, I'm just curious. Th- number two... Who did the cat science to make sure hypersleep would work for the cat? There had to be a whole cat scientist just for the cat hypersleep. Because obviously, different weights, different bodies. That's definitely the best uh, use of your budget on a film is to hire pseudoscientists. They could have just slapped a name tag on any of them hoes. That's what? it. Cat scientist. All I'm saying. Um <laughs> Ma'am, Three. I think I need a new job. Cat scientist. Can you smoke cigarettes on a spaceship? Because everyone else is. Yeah. I think in all these movies, people smoke on the spaceship. But is that real? I'm asking scientists out there in the world to let me know if this is for real or if this is fake news. Because I don't think a spaceship looks very sterile. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't be smoking in there. I feel like all the sprinklers would go off. Are there sprinklers on a spaceship? I don't know. Also, was there a therapist on set for when Homeboy decided to... When homeboy decided to improvise, rolling up that porn mag and shoving it down her mouth. Because that was oh, improvised. Yeah, that was was improv- there a therapist on set to be like, who hurt you? Sigourney. And 
Why did you do this? Where did he touch you, Sigourney? Show me on the doll. Not only her, no, yeah. him. He needs therapy because, like, that's what came into your mind to improvise. It, yeah, it, it seems like what a robot would do. Like, if I was like, I'm a robot, I'm a robot, the first thing I would do is I, shove a magazine down someone's throat. I feel like a robot wouldn't be able to roll a magazine so good. Oh, but this is the future, man. Those robots are only getting better and better. They're going to be able to, you know, get us off in no time. So I, need, I need all these answers. You can DM me at Glugan Mommy. You can email me at itcamefrompod at gmo.com. And you can now leave us a voicemail at 786-300-1828. We have a phone number? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anyways, I need all these questions answered. Dan, do you have any questions about Alien? About the movie Alien? Because Neil deGrasse, Science, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is listening to this podcast right now. No, he's he's going to leave us a voicemail <laughs> and answer all my questions. Uh, yeah. No, he's not, though. No, I know. He- Wishful thinking. Uh, I don't know if you follow Red Letter Media on YouTube, but their alien commentary is hilarious. Side note. So, yeah, Alien was the best. Everything else is just going to go uh, it's terrible. No, then- there's another good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, we're going to move on to our, sec- to our third movie, Dead Space, Dan's Choice. So Dan gets to read the synopsis. I have no, I have no, I didn't even watch this movie. I meant to say Fuck Dark Fuck you, Side you of the made Moon. me watch this. So Dead Space is about a scientist uh, that I think is played by Brian Cranston. It attempts to stop a deadly virus on the planet Fabton. Even Fab- that name is stupid. Fabton. That sounds like a planet of masturbators. Uh mm. That creates a deadlier contagion and unleashes a group of terrifying, sharp-toothed, murderous mutants. Only one valiant spaceship commander can hope to protect the universe from these vicious beasts in this sci-fi adventure. You know, the adventure was keeping my eyes open. Was it really bad? Well, fuck you for making me watch it, A. Two, it has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. You should have watched Dark Side of the Moon. It was freaking hilarious. But I just said the wrong movie. You can't, you're just gonna kill me. I don't like you. <laughs> if I was um, murdered, it was Laura. This movie isn't available on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime Video. You can't even find it in illegal torrent, but it's free on YouTube. By the way, Dan included this movie because he hates me, and therefore signed his death warrant because I will murder him. To be honest, this movie could have been a porno. They had fog. They had weird, creepy porn music. They had random massages in between alien fights. Makes sense. You got to stay limber, you know, keep your muscles like. I hate you so much in this moment. Um, (laughs) The best part of this movie was actually the practical effects are pretty good. But then again, everything's covered by fog. So who the fuck knows what I'm talking about? And we're done with this movie. Yeah. And you're the worst. Brian Cranston's in it. Mm hmm. (laughs) He's the only person who tried to act in this movie. Yeah. I didn't actually watch the whole thing. I did. No, I know you didn't. Because you're I, trash. I, I was watching Dark Side of the Moon instead. Which is which is not even on the fucking outline, Dan. <laughs> yeah, but they find a ship yeah, but in no, space stop it. I'm going to slap you through Skype. <laughs> okay. Uh, just letting everybody know that I'm looking for a new host for this podcast because Dan can't follow instructions. Thanks, bye. Our next movie is Event Horizon, which is just 10% better. But not really. Then what, then Dead Space? You know, everything's better than Dead Space. I, so how in- could you not like... Event Horizon, it's like this guy's best movie, Anderson. Paul Anderson's best movie. How can you not have watched Dead Space but make me watch it? <laughs> I don't know. 
I didn't make you watch it. I just said, I think we should include Dead Space. And so you took I it upon hey. yourself to watch it. And I just, I had got confused with the title. How can I include something and now watch it? Then I can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. So Event Horizon, 1997. What is that about, Dan? It's a... Uh, it's cool. It's about uh, the hell dimension of space, which we're all familiar with. And uh, Yeah, are we? No. But this rescue crew goes out there uh, to investigate the disappearance of the ship that was previously thought exploded in one of the worst disasters of space. And then... See, here's the thing. But it wasn't. Here's the thing about this movie, about that, is that if I know that... It was a terrible disaster and and the spaceship is gone. Why am I even trying to go up there to salvage it? That's more money. It doesn't well, make any sense. N- well, yeah, but at the same time, the, the it took so long and cost so much money to make that they probably want to recover their technology. Yeah, but they just said that it was a horrible disaster. Well, that was the cover-up story. They don't know what actually happened. The, the event horizon just never returned was the problem. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the cover story was the was the that it exploded and it was like all everyone died, but that was a, that was a lie. You know what? I've watched all these movies this week, and it's all one jumbled mess of trash. It's all the same. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I hate sci-fi Horizon a lot, uh, but Event Horizon had a lot of like psychological elements to it too, and then it, the the actual the creepy scenes were creepy. So whatever. But why do you hate sci-fi so much? I don't like it. Why? I don't know. It's just not for me. Okay. Fair enough. I but have you... no real reason. I'm just not into it. Yeah. I just I just like the 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 mix of these two genres together. I think it makes for a cool. I'd like it more if it was different <laughs> every movie. Yeah. This one is a lot like uh, Dead, Dead Space, that movie that Laura didn't want me to talk about. Uh, actually, though, they... they they go into space, they find a spaceship, and then... You know, it's not even called Dead Space. It's called Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, my God. I did so, it again. So, like, <laughs> you can't even... I'm just so done. I just watched those, those two movies on the same day. And they're all the why, same. Am I right? So, why yeah, am I going to cover it twice? I guess that's why I got... Yeah. But, no. that Yeah. that uh, Dark Side of the Moon is a lot like Event Horizon, so... and the, the They're the all alike each other. Yeah. Well... After Alien, nothing matters. So Event Horizon was sold to studios by being coined The Shining in Space. I don't know how, but it worked for them. The guy who wrote the movie actually wrote it because he went through some crazy family tragedy that I don't, don't know what it is, but it made him like get back to work writing this. Uh, apparently, he wasn't motivated enough because it wasn't that good of a movie, uh, in my opinion. But one cool fact about it was that the gateway was designed to look like the puzzle box from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was fine. Okay. A, a, a homage, if you will. Yes. An homage, Dan. So what about this lost footage? <laughs> yeah. they they Well, initially they submitted it. It got like an NC-17. And I guess they... I don't know if they uh, changed it for that. But the uh, they, the studio felt the runtime was too long. So they made him cut it. And then uh, he tra- Anderson and Bolt, the producer... Uh, the guy's name was Bull, I guess. Uh, Try to locate the stock footage uh, and release a longer version later, but they they a lot of it just got lost or misplaced, and and like they found some of it in like di- like different a different country. It was it's just weird. I'm just wondering how that happens. 
That's really weird. If anybody is a lost item scientist, please contact Dan about yeah. that. Yeah. Wouldn't the studio uh, like keep that stuff? I don't know. I don't know how that works, really. I mean, I can ask a couple of people whom will probably know. I'll get back to you. Uh, okay, so then we have Pitch Black. A transport ship crash lands on a strange new planet populated by nocturnal beings who are waiting on a solar eclipse. <laughs> Lucky for them, they have a guy on board who can see in the dark. Yeah. Luckily for us, it's Vin Diesel. Yeah, my my uh, my notes for this movie are basically just WWVDD. Sounds like a sexually transmitted disease. No, that's what I ask myself every time. It's what would Vin Diesel do? And if that that's were what true. I ask myself every time I find myself on a planet of night beings. If that were true, you'd shave your head bald. I should though. I, my hairline's kind of receding a little, so. Do you want me to leave that in or? That's fine. I don't care. It's not true anyway, so. Uh, so this movie, I'm supposed to believe Vin Diesel's a serial killer where yeah, he's like, not everybody cool would have been dead. I, I don't know how that works. He's obviously been through a cool down period. Yeah. I'm not, it's not selling it to me. He's too nice. He doesn't kill anybody. He leaves everybody alive. At the, like he helps them without trying to escape. He's just misunderstood. He's just a misunderstood serial killer. He's the most dangerous man in the world, though. In that movie, he can so. escape chains. Yeah, he's, he could escape chains. He should help us escape our chains of bondage for the, the show. F- what would Vin Diesel do? Read the fucking outline is what he would do. Oh, well. With, in Braille. <laughs> right, because he's blind. Yeah, but he would read it if I sent it to him. Was that part of, like, they... they did that to him right because he was so dangerous they yeah i did that to him but oh, it's like man. don't they know that his other senses just get stronger it's the rule number one of blindness yeah that's how that's how it works allegedly i don't know too yeah. much about this that's how it works in daredevil so is daredevil ben affleck uh uh yeah ben affleck had a daredevil movie which was but there was more than one. Oh well there's uh there was a show daredevil that was actually pretty no. good don't know on about Netflix. that no thank you Really? You don't know about the Daredevil, the show? I don't like those superhero thingies. Sure, but I mean, you don't no, know No, I don't watch. It? No, no, no. No, thank you. Um, if you want to visit uh, the actual spaceship that they use in this movie, they left it right where they put it in South Australia. It's right there for you to take your... So they just your... left their trash behind with... They just left it there. And it's there in the desert. You can go take your quinces. Uh, wedding photos whatever you want it's all there they should make it into an airbnb i would fuck with that that's pretty that's pretty cool is it an attraction you have to pay for it or it's just there it's just there but i'm gonna figure out how to buy it now because that'd be a dope ass airbnb uh come stay in the fucking ship of pitch black mm-hmm. yeah. where apparently nobody has flashlights or a lantern everyone's gonna run run, run rush for that i mean you know when they rushed at the race scene race scene at the finish of this movie there was a countdown there was a race to leave the theater i mean yeah truly or in the movie actually this movie has a very high rotten tomato score that's crazy 77 percent. the people like it everyone loves in diesel and also not i are dumb he looks like there was a bunch of sequels for this shit too right couldn't tell you Oh, he God. looks like uh, Pitbull's buff brother. That's cool. Ooh. I mean, I think I'd hang out with him. He's really cool. He plays Dungeons and Dragons and shit. That so, doesn't make him cool. 
that makes him cool in my book. Doesn't make you cool either. Dude, there's a Vin Diesel um, commercial where he's just fucking playing with street strikes. Just, Have you seen it? No. It's I so just, funny. I can't look at him because his head is so shiny. All you see is like brightness from the reflection of his of his skull. No, no, thank you. <laughs> he could have stopped the whole eclipse with just that reflection. Yeah, but watch the video of him playing with street sharks. It's fucking cool. It's you got hilarious. it. Next movie, Dan. Yeah, Jason 10X. Jason X. It's Jason in space. Jason Voorhees returns with a new look. A mach- new machete and the same murderous attitude as he awakened on a spaceship in the 25th century. I like to call this movie. Why not? We've yeah, done it all. I, like, why you know not? You know what it's cool in this movie that they're the reason they want to like take Jason is because of his regenerative powers and stuff. So it's actually cool. They're trying to like science that science, I know science that, him. Yeah. I know that that's a thing that actually exists. <laughs> They're regenerative bullshit. Uh, Jason X is like, they took the whole alien franchise and from every movie took one scene and then made a movie out of those one scenes. Yeah. Except with Jason instead of the alien. Yes. I like the part where he turns into a robo guy. Robo Jason. (laughs) You know, actually, this movie was the first Jason movie that actually used digital effects for death and gore. Yeah, really? Mm -hmm. Like the first one to rely on it. Really really. bad. I mean, they know they were were learning. (laughs) And actually... This movie was one of the most successful Friday the 13th movies. I did not know that. Yeah, like, if you count post-theater sales, like, all DVD sales and all that, it really uh, did bring in a lot of money. Because it was different. I mean, there's only so many places Jason can kill you. Right. Manhattan's my favorite. Really? I feel like it's so awkward. He's on, like, it's, it's he's on the street. You're trying to get a hot dog. All of a sudden, he's there. And it's like, uh, Hey, I'm just trying to get a hot dog over here. And, and you, you know, machete. But you know what? That's the only place where you could scream for your life and no one's going to give a fuck. In that you're about to die. Yeah. So pretty smart on their part. Yeah. My sister just moved there. You have the whole house to yourself. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you're probably going to get haunted now. Oh, it's already started happening. No, dude. shut up, Dan. I'm oh, my done. God. You don't understand. There, like, there was a door was closed twice, but it was like my cat's door. Um, Maybe it was a cat. So he couldn't get to his litter box. And then Debunked. There was, and then there was random pee in my room. Debunked. That was you when you were drunk. Debunked. No, that was the cat because he couldn't get into his goddamn litter box. But Debunked. So you're not. Really haunt- you're haunting yourself. I was. I am haunt. Yes, my 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 absent-mindedness is haunting me. Good luck, Gio, in New York. Yeah, she's gonna do great. I'm gonna. I'll try to see her next week when I'm there for it. Governor's Ball. Cool. Super cool. Oh, I'm also going to Afropunk in August. Oh, nice. What's that? It's a fest. Oh, it's also a music festival in Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Governor's Governor's Ball is a music festival as well. Right. 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 This weekend. Awesome. I'm tired of moving. Damn. Places. You're gonna go. You're gonna go to that too. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So. That wasn't anything to do with space, but moving on to our... Is this the last movie? Yes, the last movie. Pandora, 2009. What a good movie. You know, this is the first time I've seen Pandora. Hit me with the synopsis, and then I'm going to tell you all about my notes. Okay, so Pandora 
two crew members of a spaceship wake up from hypersleep to discover that they're all that all their colleagues are missing. Despite this, it appears that they are not alone. Uh, first you know, of all, the opening kind of feels like a video game because the guy has amnesia and he's like well, trying to collect stuff. I think there's a video game based on this or something. Is there? Yeah. There's a bunch of video games that there's too that many are like this. Too many. But the guy who plays the main guy, he was that kid from Flash Forward, and I loved that show growing yeah, up. Yeah, that was a, that was on Disney Channel, right? He just married somebody. Oh, sh- oh man, some, I didn't uh, even make that connection. Some Disney person. Oh, okay. But this is not for the show. But yeah, that just happened. So Pandorum is this weird thing that causes you to have a psychotic break and convince yourself that your mission in space is cursed and you want to just do a mass suicide. Right. Cool. It's also a completely fictional condition. Thank the Lord. Yeah. So I've never seen this movie. And I'm going to read to you exactly. I took like five one-line notes. And these are it in order. Oh, can I just say that I get Pandorum when I go to work for more than six hours at a time? You do that every day. Yeah. I'm like, everyone here, we got to get the fuck out of here. But you can't. (laughs) <laughs> no, I can't. And there you are for 20 hours. Yes. Yeah, so here are my on. notes in order. One, this is the hills have eyes of space. <laughs> yeah. Two, I would have stayed in her little white clinic this whole time. There's no need to leave. There's crickets. The floor is chuds. <laughs> and then this one's in all caps. Pandorum is on some meth shit. That's when things are going crazy. Yeah. Um... And then... They've been in the alien ocean this whole time. I thought you had five. Yeah, they were in the this ocean. This is some Titanic <laughs> they were in shit. The ocean the whole time. Were, this so is some, really, it doesn't really count. Yes, it does. Cause wait, I'll tell you why. And then I wrote, "This is a, some. This is some Titanic shit. They bet they basically landed in Hyrule. It looked just like Breath of the Wild. It looked. It looked very CGI kind of. So it was space isolation because they're on a foreign planet in space, uh. and they did give us the moon glamour shot. Okay. And the reason why this is good is because it wasn't the fucking same like every other movie on here. So Deep Blue Sea. So um, this is what I'm saying. Right. But yeah, it's really cool that they gave you a twist. And it wasn't that you were in... Uh, the sea, the, yeah, that wasn't the twist. The, right? You weren't in the Earth's ocean. Yeah. That would be not cool and wouldn't count. But they yeah. were in an alien ocean. And when they were in there, it looked like a... What are those things called? Those sea monkey fish tanks? That's literally what they were in. Right. It was very creepy. I hate those things. They're so creepy. And it was Hills Have Eyes. I hate that shit. It's scary. So you actually like like this movie, though? I liked it. I wasn't scared of it. Right. It didn't scare me, but you know Hills Have Eyes is like the one thing I'm scared of. And those weird, I don't know what was going on there, human alien people. Right. There were obviously some kind of... I didn't even get that. Like, uh, I guess. Oh, it, why did they be? They became. They got that way because the they had taken some sort of like, um, like medicine to help them adapt to the new planet. But yeah, but they took too much. Yeah, and instead of adapting to the new planet, they adapted to like being cannibal. Yeah, guys or they adapted on a, on too quickly. Because think about it, they're gonna adapt to their environment. What's their environment? A damp, dark place. So. Yeah. They're out here. Look, they can see in the dark. 
as far as the trope go too, they they kind of did a really a pretty good job with uh with the cabin fever kind of uh isolation uh feeling with 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 the characters like uh, there was like scenes with the captain guy that had gone crazy mm-hmm. where he's talking to another crew member that he thinks is a crew that he thinks is a crew member but it's it's himself as, mm-hmm. a, as like a younger version uh so i thought i thought they did a, as far as the trope goes they did a good job of showing that yeah that was like really cool psychological i also like that they put uh the theory that his, or the motivation that he, his family was on the ship and that was his motivation to save it all right the the main guy yeah so that was different uh-huh. and all the information came to him in pieces so he didn't know everything at once very it's very video gamey though. I felt like very it was a very video gamey kind of movie, but yeah, cool. a lot of lockers, lots of lockers. You know, he ate those crickets for real. He didn't want oh, to cool. do fake ones. Nice, that guy's hey, a, you know, that guy's a badass. He's Canadian. Yeah. I support it. You know what's funny though? Uh, one criticism I had though is they, they come out of hypersleep with like long fingernails and beards, but but their haircuts are really nice. Yeah, <laughs> and that razor he uses in the beginning. I oh. need me one of those. Oh my god! I would yeah, just like for sure. I would shave everybody I know. It was so cool. <laughs> I know it's so creepy, but it was such a cool razor. Like then I, I have. Does it just burn your the hair? I wonder. It, I don't like, care. That's it would a probably that's, smell pretty bad. Like that's the kind of science that I need people to be working on right now. So those are our movies. Uh, so for our roundup, Dan, best and worst. Okay, the best movie for me was Event Horizon. I liked it better than Alien. I'm sorry I did. It was really good, and I liked it. Well, my, you're brave. And my worst movie on this list that we have is probably uh, Dark Side of the Moon. I fucking hate you I so mean, much. Dead Space. <laughs> it was bad. I didn't even see the whole thing. Mm. What about you? Uh, my favorite is Alien. Alien is perfect. I don't care what anybody says. And I don't care if it's a cliche of me to pick it. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. I mean, aside from all the answers that I still need, it's a pretty good movie. Even the, the way it's shot. a little long, but... Like, the wide angles, how everything just made you feel like you were alone. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst one on here is obviously... What's it called? Dead Space. Dead Space. The one that Rotten Tomatoes didn't even give a score to. Why did we cover this movie? Because you... Because you told me to put this movie on the list because you said we had to talk about it. But guess what? You didn't even watch it. So yeah, we're covering it because you made this choice and you hate me. Yeah, that I did it, I did it despite you. But don't worry, I got you. Oh, gosh. Remember, I edit these things, so I can leave in whatever I want. I know this. I, I, please don't do this to me. Uh, so, in conclusion, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, like the original Alien. Mm-hmm. That is that's what you should take away from this, guys. Uh, so... Um, maybe this trope doesn't work anymore because we know more about space now than in the 50s. Well, so, the, they had The Martian and a couple other movies. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of movies that are relevant to this but obviously we do not have the time or energy to cover all of them so maybe there'll be a part two in the next year or maybe next year that'll be your second choice oh no 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 um i don't want to know (laughs) um so 
basically this shit was scary because it's unknown but how about y'all make movies about what's down in the ocean because we don't know anything about that oh that's that's another thing that's super un- unexplored the ocean but D- deep blue sea uh, could arguably be an isolation movie space isolation you know what that soundtrack was a bop yeah mm-hmm uh what was ll cool j on the soundtrack yeah he was duh oh, okay yeah because uh, he was in the movie too i wonder if they sold like do-rags with a shark fin for that release because oh, if I they don't... didn't they need to hire new marketing people shark do rag do 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 i hate you um so (laughs) so yeah the ocean let's focus on we're enough about space let's go to the ocean what would that be called the wet war the The wet war the battle to figure out what's down there please salty the salty siren the Mm. i don't know Uh uh-huh uh so the one good thing this trope did contribute to society was a lot of video games yeah. So thank you for that. But we have an alien and we don't need any more. Really? There's a bunch of them, though. Yeah, but what I mean is I don't need any more remakes. Of, or oh, oh, right. people trying to recreate Alien. You, so you, you think can't. This, this trope is done. It's dead. It's In my no opinion, you know, just send it to the moon and leave it there. Like how? how I mean, well, they had Leprechaun in space. That kind of like was amazing and i think that it really reinvented everything so you know that nobody likes you right uh yeah i know but it's okay i like myself so that's all that matters i like you too when you're not um sending me text messages that don't make any sense and then yell yell at me about it later that's fine how did you not know what movie i was talking about because you wrote dead space you wrote it. You texted <laughs> me funny. Dead Space. How after, am I supposed to know that you meant Dark Side of the Moon? I don't know. But then after I was like, yo, that whole shit with the review at Trag was crazy, right? And then and I said, like, I don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck Trag. But mind you, you didn't say that two minutes later. You said that 12 hours later when the, <laughs> when the research was done. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't know. You're it's not done. making any more choices. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I know you are. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you like this episode, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, follow us on Instagram, and it came from Pod. Find us on iTunes. It came from, and uh, find us on Instagram, too, if you want. I'm there. I have the placeholder. I have the placeholder? Yeah, that's me. Uh-huh. Mine is Glue Gun Mommy. Um, email us at itcamefrompod at gmail.com, and... Drop us a voicemail or tell us a story at our brand new phone number, 786-300-1828. And everybody pray that Dan reads the outline for next week. Bye. Uh, Bye. Summer might be ending, but with decor from the Home Depot, your dorm or apartment makeover is just beginning. From plush bedding to stackable storage and decor to the microwave you'll use more than you ever thought possible, the Home Depot has everything you need to get back to campus in style. You know, so mom doesn't worry about you too much. Get great savings on back to campus essentials. Shop decor now at homedepot.com. More saving, more kinds of doing. US only, offer valid online through August 25th, limitations apply. 
Summer might be ending, but with decor from the Home Depot, your dorm or apartment makeover is just beginning. From plush bedding to stackable storage and decor to the microwave you'll use more than you ever thought possible. The Home Depot has everything you need to get back to campus in style. You know, so mom doesn't worry about you too much. Get great savings on back to campus essentials. Shop decor now at homedepot.com. More saving, more kinds of doing. U.S. only. Offer valid online through August 25th. Limitations apply.